the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner. Really testing the limits of that phrase. The more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is Defenders Live. It is Defenders Live on the radio. It's Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Wednesday. It is yeah. Wednesday. I don't know. My days are all running together. I've, I've, I found out I've. I, I've I've been talking to the um, to the the Rojo uh, Mojo Riverfish. River God, I can't even talk. Um, and apparently, I'm 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 a fatty, and that's why everything's all weird for me. Everything's weird for you because you're fat. Uh huh. Like the 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 sleeping constantly, wanting to nap on any chair, and and blah blah blah. I'm I'm having poor health. Oh, it's because you're fat. It's because I'm fat. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that's that's not, but I mean, there could be other reasons. No, I'm just fat. <laughs> I need, like I need to make it go away. Well, I mean, personally, I, I can fall asleep in any chair. Well, no, I can place. too. But there's a difference between that, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> There's a difference. There's just a big difference. Okay, a huge difference. I'm just saying. There's a huge, large, very large difference. Yeah. One might say rotund. Uh, an engorged difference, yeah. you say. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, kind of beleaguered and, <clears throat> and all that. So. Oh, that's okay. Uh, by the way, Ria says hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a tad jealous. Uh, I... I I almost didn't make it. <laughs> what, to him or to here? To here. Oh, yeah, no, that I know. I just, you didn't almost make it here. I was like, holy smokes. Gotta love, uh, by love, I mean hate uh, Los Angeles traffic. Aren't you glad you don't live there? If oh, for God, no other yes. reason than that reason. Oh, my God, yes. No, no, no. Like, I get it. I get where you come from, where you're saying, like, yeah, it's a beautiful place. And it really is. It really is. It's beautiful, man. Mountains and palm trees and, and all the weather's like, fantastic. 
Oh, weather's great. Everything smells like flowers. Like everything. It's, it's a, it arguably paradise, except arguably, except for that. And then, like, because of the people, you've got these crappy roads and terrible, terrible side streets, and everything like mm, is half deteriorated. But that's you know, that's, that's I mean, that's if you got rid of that, and you just had the mountains and the beauty and the wonderfulness. Yeah, California's great. Yeah, it, that's that, but that's a lie. A lie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. But yeah. it's I, apparently, uh, apparently, the place where I was was uh, that we, that we met up was like a block and a half walking distance from his house. So yes, for what him or you? For him, yeah. Oh yeah, for him for sure. Yeah, for me, no. It was uh, forty miles, which equated to coming back here to the hotel that I'm staying at. Uh, that equated to two and a half hours. Yeah. 40 miles. <laughs> it really puts things in perspective though. When, <laughs> when you think about it, cause like, you know, that's, that's a lie. I mean, are you know, next to New York city, one of the biggest places in America. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huge. It's, it's huge. It's Huge. It is. And it, it's so spread out. Everything, it's just, it's really weird. It's And it doesn't matter. You can use side streets. You can go back and forth. You can stay on the highway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I it, mean, no. Yeah, because it, it, it is. You're, you're, you're having to jump. In order to get to anywhere, you have to get on these major interstates. And then yep. the these interstates are, are completely crowded because everybody has to get on them to get to wherever they want to go. Of course. And yes. It's, it's not like here where here, if you take a back road, you know, you go down a country road, you could, some of them that don't even, aren't even paved and you just kind of bloop, 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 and you're pop out somewhere and you know exactly where you are. Exactly. And it's nice and it's fun. And you're like, yay. Mm-hmm. And, and, no, no, there, there's, no, there, you don't have that. No, no, I'm just, you don't have that here. This is where I'm at. No, no, you don't do that. Oh, yeah. Well, we got stuff to talk about. We got things to do. One of the things I was, I was messing with in, uh-huh. in looking in my hurried situation for stuff Sorry. and things and things and stuff. Well, no, it's not your fault. Well, I mean, technically it is because it is my fault. Yeah. Cause I, 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 I worked 11 hours a day and you had time to actually get done and <laughs> do prep work. And instead you decided to go have a dinner date with Riaz. It was a coffee date. Yeah, it's still, <laughs> still a date. Y'all, y'all hung out and, and, and all that jazz. And so once, once again, that, who that on you pangs of jealousy on your, it is, it is, it is it obvious. I'm really trying to hold back. But. <laughs> He by by the way, he says that he would really wishes to actually be able to meet you someday too. Yeah, I don't think he really. Does. I mean, I know he says no, he, no, he really. Here's does. It, no, no, no. no. So I was gonna say, I know he says he wants to. You, you're just, okay. No, stop. A lot stop. of fans no, say no, that that they stop. want no. to. I don't no. like at the end of the day when it when no, they no, meet no, me, no, they're no, like, no. yeah, this is not worth it. <laughs> it's no, not no. worth the wait. 
stop. <laughs> he does. He really does. Uh, no, again, I'm not saying he doesn't. I just think that it's one of those. He like, oh, yeah, when I've talked to him and we've done this and that and the third, you know, he seems like a really cool guy. And we're going to meet. And he's going to be like, oh, that was not worth the wait. <laughs> oh, no, no. He, he definitely... <laughs> Let's just say uh, two hours flew by pretty quick. Oh, I'm and, sure. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure. This is that's why if we could if we could ever get him out on you know if he ever happens to be on the East Coast, mm-hmm. like ever I, again, ever again, even for business, ever. but like, yeah, that's not. His. He said uh, I, I threw out the I threw out the 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 Fourth of July, and he said thanks, but no thanks. I don't want to get arrested in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get arrested because actually there there might be a chance we might have be doing it on private property which would be fine yeah so there's a guarantee he won't be arrested <laughs> well he might also be in portugal by then so oh well no see that's what it really is he's like let's gotta go see, see the grands gotta go take the kids to the grands yeah see that's what it really is and that's fine you know i'm not gonna poo poo it i just uh, that's <laughs> fine i didn't think i didn't think he was going to to show up anyway that's why i didn't tell you to Oh, I know. Ask him. I, I, I did anyway. <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like he's kind of like the, the weird. Um, so listen, I, I was wondering, we're, we're having this, um, you know, barbecue. And I was wondering if you might like to go, huh? I mean, it's going to be really fun. And you don't have to bring anything. But I don't know why you would think that it sound like that ever. No, it's not that I necessarily <laughs> think of you sounding like that. It's just the fact that I, I imagine it's somewhat Sounding like that. Nah. Maybe not the tone, but. No, no, no. It was just, oh, yeah, Dylan and I are going to be doing this. And uh, by the way, what are you doing? <laughs> if you happen to be available. Well, yeah. By the way, what are you doing on the uh, 4th of July? Yeah, I don't know. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the kids and the fam and the husband, and we're going to go to Portugal. Which I don't blame. Grands. Yeah, I you know I wouldn't mind going to no Portugal. Mm-hmm. Forget the no. forget the whole you know just the fact that the grandparents are there is just a bonus. Just go. Yeah, I just sail away. Yeah. Uh, by the way, for anybody out there who's wondering why the video feed has the same title on it, it's because Dylan was rushed. Okay. Well, it has been my fixed. Fault. It has been fixed. It has been fixed. Yeah, okay. I just well, updated it. It was while. my fault, and so it should be updated now. <laughs> yeah, you, usually we have stuff already squared, and and I I didn't. It was well, I was I would I made you rush. Well, because it, I was in traffic. Yeah, well, yes and no, because there was part of me that was like, eh, and so I'm looking for stuff, and I didn't even think to update anything. So, but it's yes. fixed now. Thank you for pointing that out, Tech. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Such a nice guy. Oblivion Flickering on Twitter. You are what you eat as I sit here with Arby's dripping down my face. That's okay. I, I, mean, had, I had Sonic. I've got a uh, bulgogi cheesesteak. What? Bulgogi cheesesteak. As a cheesesteak. As a cheesesteak. And damn it if it isn't good. It's amazing, buddy. Really? As a cheesesteak? Uh, yeah, bulgogi with all the sauces and the kimchi and everything else as a cheesesteak on a that's, hoagie and That's everything. where I'm getting hung up at is the kimchi. It is so freaking good. That's where I'm getting hung up is the kimchi because, like, 
I can't. No, I can't. I've tried. Matter. I've truly. I've really tried. It's a very. So this is like a very mild kimchi. There's it's no such thing as a mild kimchi. It's actually sweet. <laughs> From my understanding, there's no such thing as a mild kimchi, and if it is, it was never made by an actual Korean. <laughs> no, there, there is. There's there's some little kimchi. Korean mother somewhere cursing up a storm right now. Right, I'm sure there is. But this is a this is like a milder kimchi that's in this thing, and um, it's a little sweeter. And also the way the seasoning that they have on the meat is is actually kind of sweet. It's delicious. Well, it's, I, um, I mean, I'd give it a whirl. I'd take a bite just to try. But let's see. Uh, Big Farmer Steve over Twitter. A lot of mental hype only to be let down in the physical. Sounds like experience of Dylan Lyles' ex-wife. Moving right along. Yeah. B from the SAV. Hey, now, I got to meet at Dylan Lyles, and it exceeded my expectations. Thanks, B. Um, but no, I appreciate that. That's very kind. I just, again, I the, the bar is set really low. <laughs> there's, there's, it's like, hey, do you want to, you know, come over and say hey, or would you rather get a root canal? I mean, say hey. Nobody wants to sit in that dentist chair that long. Mm-mm. I get in trouble when I go because I always fall asleep. <laughs> don't they give you the gas anyway? No, I don't. I've never had gas. Never, 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 ever, never. Remind me of that next time that we're sitting next to each other. Never had gas. I guess. <laughs> See what you did there. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, everybody's pissed off about the whole title thing my bad dude y'all calm down good <laughs> god twitter's everybody peekable nice to say knee mm-hmm. everybody on it. it's like jack root y'all need it god can't let nothing go good no nope. have moved nope. mercy gotta strangle you with it <laughs> <laughs> oh. so nice you say knee so at steven areas uh was lewis from ghostbusters making an invitation to his dinner party <laughs> it's a good reference no i just realized that that yeah I, I was kind of doing that that's what you did yeah. i didn't mean mm-hmm. to but it is that's uh, pretty true yep so what else is true we're gonna get at actual stories today we're not gonna let's do that beat around the bush so i was flipping through and i found this thing and it and just I didn't know this existed. What's um, that? A parents' union. Oh. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that such a thing existed. So I, I, I'm, I'm pausing on this, and I don't. I didn't get much further into this article. I apologize because I got hung mm-hmm. up on parents' union. Right now, okay. my experience with a union is it is this organization that basically you pay dues to. Yep. That allow you, therefore, to reap benefits of said organization. Correct. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, bargaining rights, you know, you job security, all these things, pensions and, and all this crap. Okay. But it's you, you're paying to be in it so you can be a part of said organization. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a parents union. Like. You you could be a parent, so you 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 go and do the do, yeah. You make the kids, yeah, and then you decide to 
form an organization where you pay each other to allow you to be a to, to, to allow somebody to represent you as a, yeah I'm, I'm really confused about that yeah I don't know I, it doesn't bother it doesn't no I'm not doing it is what I'm saying I don't I've either never, I, I not either I ever I just don't understand but anyway a parents union which is a counterpoint to the powerful teachers union and the PTAs I didn't realize PTA and the teachers union were different I thought they were the same thing apparently they're different apparently uh, which also reflects the teacher's interest, has come out swinging against the uh, O'Biden's administration's twisting of science to keep schools closed. They're blinding you with science. <laughs> They're blinding you with science. Okay. A group <laughs> calling itself the National Parents Union. Again, I'm... I, okay. <laughs> whatever. Uh, on Wednesday, said, quote, the Biden administration has asked parents and families to trust the guidance of the Center for Disease Control. But it's now clear that when it comes to school reopening guidance, the recommendations from the CDC were tainted by outside influence, including teachers unions who had no expertise in the area of public health. Allowing outside groups to influence CDC decision making breaks the trust that President Biden is trying to build with families and raise the question as to whether guidance is based on politics or science. If the administration wants the trust of parents and families, they should not allow the CDC to become infected by partisan politics and union posturing. Yeah, I mean, it is a, an infectious disease. Oh. Politics, that is. It is. It is. It is. I, uh, I, I love how even through this whole thing, they're still trying to make O'Biden look good. Like even the union, even this parent union? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me either. Like, oh, President O'Biden, he's trying to make us feel better about everything, and you guys are just undermining it all. Yeah, well, no, and, and to a point, they're right. Yes. They're absolutely right. The problem with it is, though, it, it's it's everybody. It's Biden. It, it's the CDC. It's unions. It, that's what it all is. All It's all of it together. Everybody's mm-hmm. got something at stake, something that they can profit from, something they're going to get out of this. Usually that's how it works. Yeah. I mean, and even, and, and to be fair. To be fair. To be To be, to be fair, fair mm-hmm. uh, the CDC came out and said, hey, it's okay. Like, their actual guidelines. We read them here on the show live. The CDC's guidelines said that you don't, as a teacher, necessarily have to be vaccinated or whatever to go open these schools up safely. The CDC's been doing what they were supposed to from get-go. Well. They haven't, I mean, they've been, have they manipulate things a bit have they carried the, some water a little bit for what yeah but even they came out and said hey you know what it's no big deal schools are okay to open up if we need to they waffled a bit but yeah they did but, now, but they but, finally caved into the idea that you know they they don't have to have everything vaccinated to open up schools yeah that's what i'm saying they eventually they they came out and said all that mm-hmm. and yet the this this parents union oh god it's hard to even say is this parent union is is blaming the CDC. 
Yep. It's not the CDC's fault. It's the local school district's fault. It is the teachers, teachers union's union. fault. It's and it runs up the line. It's your representative's fault. It's your uh, congressman's fault. It's your city council. It's your state uh, senate and all that jazz. Your congressman, representatives. It's at the state level. That's where all the this problem is. I mean, it's in California, isn't it? Uh, it doesn't say. I thought it was a California thing. Uh, now it's the New York Post. It just says it's a group of people. Democrats have frequently ordered people to, quote unquote, trust the science in in accepting school closures and mask requirements. But emails disclosed by the New York Post Saturday showed that the CDC recommendations on reopening schools were influenced by lobbying from teachers unions with the health agency adopting some union suggestions uh, nearly verbatim. And we knew that like the. the, yeah, they've been doing that from the beginning because we all know that the whole masking six feet apart and all that crap doesn't do anything. Right. It's all for show. Yep. Or if you feel like it's for your own safety, you go ahead and do it. And that's whatever. Yeah. But you don't force other people to. That's 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 what's the problem here. Exactly. Exactly. Um, on February 3, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky said, quote, there's an increasing data to suggest that schools can safely reopen and that the safe reopening does not suggest that teachers need to be vaccinated. We read that on February 3rd, as a matter of fact. Yeah. We read that. They don't need to be vaccinated. You can open up the schools. Mm-hmm. On. But after honchos with the American Federation of Teachers Union, the AFT, had what the AFT called a rich discussion, in a quote, uh, in quote, with uh, the CDC officials. The guidance issued February 12th was a bit more restrictive. Actually, it was a lot more restrictive. Quote, <laughs> I can assure you that this is free from political meddling, in quote, according to Walensky uh, and what they said at the time. Par- right. Parents Union. Parents Union teaches parents. God how to write cease and desist letters to schools, how to file Freedom of Information Act requests to shake secrets loose from the school systems and about their rights to homeschool. Why do you need a teacher's union to tell you that? Well, because then, you know, the parents' union is now a union that can control homeschooling now, too. Because that's what we need. That's exactly what we need. Uh, I'm just, I'm still fascinated with the whole parents union thing. It's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Ah, uh, it's so dumb. The group says, quote, it unites parents of color, low income parents, special needs parents, single mothers and fathers, grandparents, formerly incarcerated parents and parents in recovery with traditionally represented parent voices to join a vibrant coalition that disputes the traditional role of parent voice in policy space, end quote. Okay, so that's a lot it's of a union. It's a union that you don't have to pay for. Oh, I, I'm. You know that they do. You know that they do. Because that's that's what they do. Like Tech Crew over on the on the on the Twitters. Uh, let me guess. Both parents, uh, the parents' union and the teachers' union, both donate heavily to the Democrat Party. Sounds like a lose lose situation. Yeah, it pretty much is. Parents it is. union. It is in California. Is it? 
National Parents Union is uh, out of California. Of course it is. It is. Of course. I thought it was. I, I was. I was pretty sure. <sighs> Oblivion flickering also on Twitter. Does this look politically infected to you? <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. It's always it, yes. It can't help it. It. It's there. If you had to show it, then yes. That's not necessarily true. If you have to ask, the answer is yes. I thought if you had to ask, it was too expensive. Well, that's also it. Oh, okay. Let's see. <sighs> da, 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 da. Parents looking for someone who would ag- advocate for their interest to ha- uh, have found themselves out of luck with the Parent Teacher Association, which criticized Donald Trump and his effort to reopen schools and opposes positions supported by most parents such as school vouchers. Again, they're just a an arm extension of the school unions. That's all it is. I, I again, we I'm not against <clears throat> teachers. I'm not I understand that a lot of them have to struggle through a lot of stuff, but the fact that you choose to pay a teachers union to allow you to do a job. No. Because I, I guarantee you, your budgets in these schools would be so much that the teachers wouldn't have to keep buying materials and stuff for their classroom if they weren't part of a union. Right. I'm fairly confident in that. This is so stupid. What? Are you reading it? I was looking at Yeah, I'm trying to find all the stuff on it and the, the, the whole parents union... The, the website, it has all this stuff about how, you know, how to join and submit your stuff and all the rest of it has kits for parents, but it doesn't come up with any prices for anything, which is really scary. I wonder if there's something somewhere. I, it's got to have a price to it. Something has to have a price. Yeah, somebody's what, getting what I'm saying. I can't find it. That's not good. No, that's not good, but. So, and I, again, in a union that's over homeschooling, which is ultimately what that is going to be. I, yep. I don't like it. I don't like it. No, it's not good. It's not good at all. Nope. With Brad Staggs. The point I, I worry about, and there's is there a, a point in here somewhere? I was kind of hoping we yeah. get to one sooner or later, but <laughs> well, I, it's got. You told me I have to do three, two, one, go. What's a, the point? I have to have a conclusion at the end. Good. Well, you're I'm at the end, so get so to that conclusion, would you? Because we're waiting. <laughs> go in three, two, one, and in summation, go. Um, we start polarizing and isolating people. And, and furthermore, with at the end of the day, <laughs> if you can't beat them, join them. Every dog has its day. <laughs> easy come, easy happen. go. For more of the my story. political <laughs> ramblings. Is rambling too generous? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, right? maybe it's not. Just a rambling is good. Yeah, right. Okay, rambling. Weekdays, 8 Eastern. Mojo Five O. No one likes to think about disasters or what could happen to you or your family. 
If you find yourself in the middle of one, look around you. Don't you wish that uh, maybe a few months ago you had gone to preparewithmojo50.com and picked up an emergency food supply? The reason is not that you're panicked. The reason is that you want to be ready for anything. Look what happened at the grocery stores in the last few weeks. There are others out there who tend to lose their minds when things aren't normal. You, however, are smart. You know how to do things the right way. You know how to be prepared. You know how to take care of your family and it shows. I mean, you listen to Mojo 5 So go to preparewithmojo50.com. You will find a special deal for you as a Mojo listener on a food supply, an emergency food supply that will ensure that you have enough food for you and your family for months, however long you decide you need the supply for. It really is a great deal and it's about being ready for anything. Preparewithmojo50.com. Defenders Live. Oh my goodness. Donna Ray Ivy over on the Facebooks. Uh, my oldest son is a U.S. history teacher at a local public middle school, and I always gift him office supplies so he doesn't have to take it out of pocket. I've always been fascinated by that when it comes to teachers. They, 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 and I've, I've mentioned this on there before, like around here, every year in election time, they always do some kind of a, uh, a ball, a bail, a a bail, a, like a a referendum or, uh, uh, what else do they call it? They, they always pitch some kind of an extra thing. I was like, oh, by the way, we have this one extra pot just for schools. We want to, you know, have the school, school supplies. Yeah, this is what this is going to go to take care of. And it was, it's always infrastructure for buildings because these kids are so crowded and blah, 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 blah. We, the the lottery here, the only reason why they we got the lottery was because it was the education lottery. Yeah. And it gives like 5% back or whatever. Yeah, it does. I don't think it even does that. Um, there's all these avenues that the state of North Carolina gets uh, or gives money to as far as for schooling, and they never have money for anything. They're always having to, you know, teachers, the teachers have to, yeah, have to pay for it all. They're having to go into the classroom and pay for their own crap. And it's like, I thought that was the point of a union was you don't have to do this extra stuff. I thought the whole point of having a job was that they supplied you with the tools needed. Exactly. If you're going to be doing it and paying it all out of pocket, why don't you just start your own school? Right. I'm just saying. Call me crazy, but. It's like every year, my, my, my sister, who's a third, a third grade teacher, mind you. Yeah. She spends a small fortune mm-hmm. on equipment and things like that. But she also goes and she spends a, she spends a little more to go get and decorate her room and everything else. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, it's one thing. I mean, that's her own privilege right there. But I was going to say, yeah, that's one thing if if you as a teacher want to go and and do something special out of side the norm. Right. But here, what I, okay, because I've always got got confused with it too. When you throw in not just the fact that the parent or the the teachers are paying for this stuff or the, the, the supplies for the room. And and we have to go and get supplies for all of our kids individually. Yes. Enlighten me as to if, if, if I'm buying stuff. And they say, here's the list you need. And, and you are basically supplying your child with stuff and extras for the year. And then yeah, why does the teacher have to go? Why does the teacher too? have to go? Something because some parents never do. Well, no, no. And I got that. 
I got that. But then that would also go back to the point of that's the school's responsibility <clears throat> to supply the, the needs for that, not the teacher. And yet the teacher still does immediately. Oh, I know. And it's, it, it's irritatingly sad. So, Yeah, it's one of those reasons why things like teachers unions and associations and all the rest are just utter trash. They have so much money and they do absolutely nothing for the teachers. They do absolutely nothing for the students. They do absolutely nothing for the schools and school systems. And they just, they're just a political arm to make money to make money. Yep. Must be nice. Must be nice. That's all I'm saying. How often have you heard this while you've been in a lie? You've heard this a lot in LA? No. You haven't heard any mariachi music? Especially today? No. No. Oh, that's right. You're going to the white area. I forgot. You're in the rich area of town. You're not celebrating Cinco de Mayo no, no, no. properly. You know, I'm sh- right. I'm right next to the airport. So excuse me. I am no. not in the rich area of town. My my hotel is more like a motel. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's not. Have you heard gunfire? Uh, I've heard sirens. No, no gunfire. If you haven't heard gunfire, mm-hmm. you're fine. Oh yeah, I'm not in like the ghetto part of town, but that's still. what I'm saying. So you don't have to. That's fine. I'm right next to the airport. I'm like literally two minutes from the airport. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. It's a lie. A lie. It's sectioned off in places. No, I'm at. Uh, I'm near John Wayne Airport. You know what we should have done? It's, it sucks that you're gone because what would have been great to do tonight is just spend the entire night drinking margaritas. Oh yeah. I know, but we didn't. I might go. I might go to a to a place after this and send you a picture. Oh, I hate you. Because <laughs> it'll only be eight you. o'clock over here. So there, enjoy it's Cinco de Mayo, and it's, now I want Mexican Cinco food. Cinco de Drinco. Cultural appropriation at its finest. That's right. Even the guy I'm working with is uh, like Spanish descent. Uh huh. Well, of course, it's care. it's a lie. Oh no, no, no! The guy I'm working with, he's from, he's out of Chicago right now. Oh, okay. But yeah, he's like, nah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just a day. It's a day, and everybody goes drinking. But he's from Texas originally. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, this ain't nothing. This is stupid. He's like, this is this is what it definitely. This is what you do. Here. It's like, oh yeah, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. He was talking about the fact that it was Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> That's more important. Yeah, he was like, Yeah, yesterday I just went uh, went to the hotel room and all I did was I sat down and I watched two Star Wars movies before I fell asleep because I had completely forgotten it was Star Wars Day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So now that we've gotten the cultural appropriation stuff out of the way. Great. Thank you. No, I, I needed I, that. Be all inclusive. Oh, uh, Paige is apparently very excited that you're in Cali, even though Who? Paige. Oh, even okay. though you're in a lie and I believe she's in uh, San Diego, I think. Oh, so. see. You can meet in Compton. Oh, 
If you'd like to come and see me, I'm near the John Wayne Airport. Just go to there, not, and I will find you. Not gonna drive all the way from San Diego to L.A. I thought about driving to San Francisco. <laughs> no, 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 definitely it's not. Seven hours. So I was like, nah, I'm all right. No, no. Besides, San Diego is a better part of California anyway. Oh, I know, but I wanted to go and videotape San Francisco. You just want to just do the pooping. The yeah, I just wanted to see. Uh, I just wanted to videotape people, people shit on the streets, so that Dod- I could have proof. dodging landmines and <laughs> dodging the slip and slide. You know, there you go. There it is a go. very hilly place. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I see. Uh, Piers Morgan has apparently jumped into. Uh, uh, there's a debate uh, surrounding <laughs> the uh, alleged allegedly non-consensual kiss on display at uh, Disney's updated Snow White ride. Sorry, what? Yeah. See, this is the moment where I get to make your head pop just no, a tad. This is just stupid. Yes. Yeah, all right. I know. I okay. know. Uh, in a lengthy op-ed for the Daily Mail, the former Good Morning Britain host told the uh, insufferable woke brats, end quote, to leave the famed fairy tale alone. Okay. Uh, pause right there. Sure. Uh, Piers. Mm-hmm. My man. Bro. Dude. Uh, you taught them. Yeah, you, you kind of helped a little bit. You helped with your stuff. You gave them reason to be woke. Yeah. Yeah, you played a part, for sure. I mean, for I'm sure. glad you turned coat now, but still. Well, yeah, but again, it's only because it's it's something that he. No, it's only because of old age. I maybe, maybe I don't know, but anyway, somebody had wrote a. Uh, there's a, a, a reporter, a managing editor for SF Gate, a website launched by the San Francisco Chronicle. Wrote a review of Disneyland's recent updated Snow White ride alongside a Julie Tremaine. I don't know who that is. Uh, though the review was mostly positive, the two felt it was entirely necessary to criticize the ride for featuring the iconic scene in which the prince awakens Snow White from her eternal sleep by way of a kiss. And this is a quote or an excerpt from the articles and op-ed. Quote, the the new grand finale of Snow White's Enchanted Wish is the moment when the prince finds Snow White asleep under the evil queen's spell and gives her, Mm -hmm. quote-unquote, true love's kiss to release her from the enchantment. A kiss he gives her without her consent while she is asleep. Actually, not just asleep, in a coma. You just totally threw off my rhythm. No. No, you did. I yeah, had you're a, welcome. I had a buildup, and then you... No, you just, she's in a coma. You pooped on it. Yep, all over it. She's in a coma. A kiss he gives her without her consent while she's asleep, which cannot be possibly be true loves. If only one person knows it's happening. Continuing on. Haven't we already agreed... The consent in early Disney movies is a major issue. 
that teaching kids that kissing when it hasn't been established, if both parents are willing to engage, it's not Party. okay. Parties, whatever. Parties, parents. <laughs> tomato, tomato. It's hard to understand why Disneyland in 20 of 2021 would choose to add a scene with such old-fashioned ideas of what a man is allowed to do to a woman especially given the company's current emphasis on removing problematic scenes from rides like the Jungle Cruise and Splash Mountain. Because, you know, when I think of problematic situations of Disney, the first thing that comes to my mind is Splash Mountain. And Jungle Cruise. Well, I I understood, like, to a point, the the, the, the Jungle Cruise. The tribal people? I, I don't agree but I can at least understand. Splash Mountain, you get in a log. You fall off a mountain. (laughs) Ta-da! Like, how the hell can you sit here and say that that's problematic? I don't understand. Anyway, continuing on, why not reimagine an ending in keeping with the spirit of the movie in Snow White's place in Disney's canon, but avoids this problem? Um, because then it wouldn't be the story. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh huh. Oh, oh, it's magic. You know, evil magic, but it's magic. So, magic says. Which, by the way, that's that's part of another song. So I'm just going to let that hang. Yeah, I've already did one. I'm not going to do a second one. I know, yeah. Uh, Magic says that uh, the only way that she'll ever wake up is from this specific kiss. True love's first kiss. True love's kiss. Mm -hmm. So Magic says that true love is real between both parties without them knowing. They don't have the problem with her shacking up with seven dudes. No, they have no problem with her with the seven dwarves. That's, yeah, so. And the fact that, you know, one of them is verbally abusive. That's not an issue at all. No, not at all. Mm Mm-mm. In his op-ed, Morgan first scolded the authors of the piece for reaching, quote, the absolute nadir of mind-numbing stupid wokery. Wokery, is that a word now? Are we... I mean, I guess it has to be because it's, you know, Uh, woke is is now a... uh, I guess, I, I guess. It's now changed meanings. I guess. Um, but they're doing this amid a global pandemic that has created real problems for real people. The pandemic didn't. That was the, the leaders doing. Pandemic was fine. That. So. No problem. There you go. Oh, let's see. The Lunatic Woke Brigade, this is a quote, seemingly ob- oblivious to what's happening in the real world, have spent the past 15 months continuing to bleat about any microaggression that upsets them. And as we know, that means pretty much 
everything from chest being racist, white always starts, to fat-free frozen yogurt triggering eating disorder distress. Thank you, Demi Dimwit Lovato, in quote. Uh, and, and by the way, it's Yoghurt. Yeah, I saw that. It's Yoghurt. Frozen Yoghurt. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's almost like whoever was transcripting this literally just, a, instead of spelling the word properly, just spelt it the way he said it. Which is kind of dumb, but whatever. Well, it's also British. That's true. That's true. Today, though, we have reached the absolute nadir nadir. Is that nadir? How the hell do you say that? N-A-D-I-R. I've never heard of that word before. The pinnacle of mind-numbing stupid, mind-numbingly stupid wokery, an achievement for which the bar is staggeringly low. Mm-hmm. The largest mm-hmm. target for their whiny, self-righteous ire is the Disney's newly revamped Snow White's Enchanted Wish ride at the theme park in Anaheim, California, which has just reopened after 400 days. Yeah, it did. As an end quote. To illustrate the lunacy of the feminist gripe over the non-consensual kiss, Morgan then noted how events of the actual Snow White story unfolded, culminating in the eventual kiss that saved Snow White from eternal sleep. Contrary to the feminist assertions, the prince kisses his beloved princess while under the impression that she had died, meaning that it was a partly farewell to the woman he loved. Well, they did meet prior to this. Yes. So it wasn't just some stranger. Yes. It wasn't just some stranger that showed up and they were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to. You know, look what I'm going to do to this lady. <laughs> She's already living with seven guys. You know what I can get out of it. <laughs> that's Sloppy not the ace. Right. That's not how it went. Again, like you said, he thought she was dead. And he kissed her he goodbye. Like, like <sighs> continuing to stop him, although some people would call that necrophilia. So that's true, too. Yeah. Why are they not getting upset at the guy for making out with us? Dead chick. Quote, unquote, dead chick. Or presumed dead chick. Quote, there's... I thought she was dead. <laughs> it's never think, a good... Idea. I didn't think anybody was looking. It's never... That's never a good defense. No. Put it there, I thought she was dead. Not a good defense, buddy. Nadir, the lowest known point. Thank you, Slug. Appreciate it. It's Nadir. I wasn't saying... Right. I thought it was, but I, my brain was... <sighs> I got the olds. Anyway, quote, there's not a single part of this delightful, charming, and uplifting tale that doesn't warm even the stoniest of hearts. Well, that's a lie, because obviously these people are not, don't have the warm fuzzies. Well, their hearts aren't made of stone. They're made of iron. They don't have hearts at all, I would argue. They are the heartless. They are the heartless. (laughs) Get it? Disney kicked... Ah! Continuing on. Uh-huh. Yeah, only only nerds get that. Uh, Thanks. Quote, the bad guy loses, the wicked king queen dies, the good guys win. Self-evidently, none of the prince's behaviors could be remotely described as problematic because he saved his sweetheart's life. Right. Yeah, that's the way I figured. I... He, I don't understand why they insist on trying to find problems with things like this. 
Like, why do you have because, to go back to that beginning? And why do you have to go, oh, well, that's a problem because he didn't ask for permission and blah, 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 blah. Well, that's because you didn't pay attention to the entire story. Well, no, and I'm, you can't, that's the bad part is how do you not pay attention? You're woke, so it must be ADHD. I, I don't know. I don't know. Oblivion flickering over on Twitter. What does this patriar- uh, patriarchal male have to sexually assault, or what right does this patriarchal male have to sexually assault a sleeping princess just to bring her out of a coma? That was sarcasm, by the way. I'm hoping. Yeah, no, that was sarcasm. Oh, okay, good. Big Pharma Steve, a guy trying to wake up a sleeping woman because he loves her, but it's probably uh, only one-sided. Sounds like my marriage. I feel bad. I'm sorry. I, I, I know he meant it as a joke, and he's got his Fozzie. You know, I feel bad. Now, like that, that makes me sad. Makes you hurt, doesn't it? It does. And I've been through some shit. Like, that made me sad. That makes you hurt just a little bit. Right there. It hurts you in the feels, buddy. It does. I, I, I almost want to give him a hug. <sighs> uh, so, uh, in Maryland, you know, unrequited love and all the rest of it, but... There's an unnamed hero. In I wasn't. Maryland. I wasn't done trying to read tweets. You were reading them silently. No, I because I'm because every time I get ready to read one, it scrolls up and it moves and loses my place. That's your own fault. No, it's not. It's damn technology. First old, world problems. You old fogey. I know. Where my glasses? Let's see. Anyway, can, can, can we? Can you just hold on a minute? Tech brew over on. The Twitters. Why is this Snow White debacle such a sudden surprise? I mean, the story is older than I am, and I'm older than Ted Cruz. And that's the only measurement you need. Well, that may not be entirely true. Big Pharma Steve, wait, let me get this straight. Woman who was already in an octuple, uh, who is already in an octuple, an octuple. You know, instead of a couple, octuple, octuple, yeah. mm-hmm. has a true love who is a necrophiliac. No, yep. she has a, yep, yep, she has a true love. Yeah, her, and her true love is a necrophiliac. Yep, sounds like a Disney yep. film to me. That's right. It is. It, when you wish upon a star. Yep. Kamikaze Dodo Slug, also on the Twitter, says that uh, Wokesters have neither ethics nor hearts, and then has... Uh, Kingdom Hearts, GF up, laughs nervously, <laughs>, laughs nervously. Paige over on the Facebooks, I have an idea. Just don't go to the ride. Less tourists yeah, is fine. Just stop going. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's not something you want to do. Yep. Paige, that's, uh, that's, that's remarkable. That is, that is something that nobody's ever thought of. Groundbreaking. And especially not them. They've never thought of this. They... They just, they have to, they have to go through and destroy everything. So oblivion flickering uh, on Twitter. I wonder if they would complain about the princess getting kissed. If the prince looked like Brad Pitt. Yeah, probably. I don't know. 
It's possible. They, at this point, they would find anything and everything to argue about. Adam W. Johnson over on Twitter as well. is almost. This almost reminds me of that law firm that tried to get cancer patients to sue because of the life-saving chemo they took that made their hair fall out. They lived, but their hair fell out, so class action. Yeah, yeah. That, that's called chemo. Yeah, but that, it's, 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 it's all chemo. It is, it, it, but that's what I'm saying. It's, it's that whole stupid... Thing, because again, the if you if you're going to take a, a story, especially something as old as Snow White, and you're going to tear it apart and you're going to destroy it and say this is not good enough because of this one section that I don't like, you know, he he kissed her without her consent. You you're missing the whole point of what these stories are about. Yeah, you know what I mean. The, the, there, there's always, uh, and don't, forgive me, I'm not as, you know, philosophically intellectual enough to be able to figure out this one. But, you know, there's always, for these older stories, there was always an underlining moral. There was a reason that everything went like it did, that it happened the way it did. It was used as a teaching tool for the next generation because back in the day, I don't know if you all knew this or not, they didn't have TV. They didn't have phones. They didn't have radio. They didn't have nothing. They had nature. They got their butts up. They worked. They got dome. They ate. They were done. There was that was it. Most of them couldn't read, so they made stories. And the fact is, if you could take something as simple as a a story, meant entirely for entertainment, and dissect it and go, well, no, it's not good enough because he didn't have her consent. Because of this, or because of these little yeah. small factions, yeah. Of this, yeah. For this one little thing, oh, the, you have a, a jungle cruise that has black people in it, as as tribal people. A jungle crew, yeah. Uh, if you, I promise you, I have not seen it. I've I used to watch a lot of National Geographic. You know the mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, and you know all the rest of it. Yeah, well, all you, that's those all you could watch. So yeah. I used to watch all that stuff. Never once did in any of the the educational nature documentary type things did I ever see a white tribe in Africa. It didn't. There are white people who live in Africa, but there was never a white tribe. There was never a, a, a tribe of guys who ran around partly naked or almost naked or whatever running around in and you know with spears and 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 so forth and all so the rest on. of it yeah you know every one of them i've ever seen they've been black so it fit the narrative right What's the it was problem? in a jungle right so <sighs> what are they supposed to look like it hurts my head that's but that's what i'm saying and if he had, here's the deal. If they had turned around and made it all white people, then they would have come back and later and bitched about the fact that, oh, well, why are they white people? You think white people are good enough and that you can't have any black people around here? There's none. It's all white people. You, you know, it's just like your view of Jesus. Jesus was born in the Middle East. He's not white. He doesn't look like that. He's not Aryan, blah, 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 and whatever BS argument that they come up with. Mm-hmm. He's not blonde-haired, blue-eyed. What's wrong with you? That's just what it is. I just <sighs> and yes, we all understand that. We we all understand in, in these arguments that you can find all these little nitpicky things that anybody talks about, yada yada yada. But still, shut up. 
<laughs> Kamikaze Donuts like, at least Disney isn't going full original story. The prince does go full necrophiliac on the unconscious Snow White. Um, yeah, the, the original story is a lot grimmer. Yeah, there's actually a podcast that I do listen to sometime called Tales, and it takes all of these old stories that you know of, and it, but it does it exactly, I say exactly, it's, it's closer to what it was originally done in the beginning. So yeah, it gets very graphic in a lot of these things, a lot angrier. Yeah, there's a lot more dead death and destruction in these stories than people think. Yeah, yeah, like it's the, like like perfect. Disney's made it very user, very family friendly. Well, that was their point, and I think they did a good job. And people are complaining about it. Yeah, I mean Aladdin. Ooh, no, no. Have you heard the Alibaba and the Forty Thieves? Yeah, with his brother. Holy cow! Yeah, put, I know. Put that on a Disney ride, right? Anyway. Off with his head. <laughs> and his arms. And his torso. And split him in half. Anyway. Oh, yeah. You know what they don't him. What they don't have at Disney is uh, American Pride Roasters coffee. Go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Right. Steven doesn't have any either, so get yourself a cup of coffee. Rub it in his face. Maybe it'll make him stay here longer. I don't know. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Historically great coffee. Guaranteed to make you swallow every time you put it in your mouth. Go to uh, Mojo50.com. Check the other awesome hosts and shows over there. Follow us on our website. DOAE show. Also, um, that's DOAE show.com. Follow us on all social medias at DOAE show. Use hashtag arm yourselves. We're reading them. We're getting through the show. We have a whole nother hour to go. Y'all don't go anywhere. Stay right there. We'll be right back. This is the seditious, rabble rousing, liberty loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 50. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. The firing of a former Atlanta police officer charged with murder and the shooting death of Rayshard Brooks last year has been reversed. Garrett Rolfe filed an appeal and the Atlanta Civil Service Board ruled he was not afforded his right to due process. L. Chris Stewart is the lawyer representing Brooks's family. We find it mind-boggling that uh, our elected officials and the former chief weren't aware of the proper procedure uh, to fire an officer. Officers found Brooks had fallen asleep in his car in the drive through lane of a fast food restaurant. There was a struggle. Brooks grabbed a taser from one of the officers and fled. An autopsy found he was shot twice in the back. Was that done to temporarily pacify the protesters and the people around the world that were upset? Rolf's lawyers say their client acted appropriately. I'm Ed Donahue. The Biden administration nullified a Trump-era rule Wednesday that would have made it easier to classify workers as independent contractors. We hear more from Capitol Hill correspondent Bernie Bennett. The Labor Department's decision came just two days before the Trump-era rule was supposed to take effect. The move means the Labor Department will continue to use existing rules under the 1938 Fair Labor Standards Act to determine whether a worker should be classified as an independent contractor. Under the existing system, app-based companies such as Uber, DoorDash, and Instacart had already been able to classify their gig workers as independent contractors. But those companies that applauded the Trump administration rule, arguing that the Depression-era law was outdated and did not provide the flexibility demanded by the digital era. Bernie Bennett reporting. Temporary workers like musicians hired for one-time gigs will be the ones dramatically affected by the new rules. 
On Wall Street, the Dow up by 97 points. The Nasdaq dropped 51. The S&P up by 2. Oil down to 65.63 a barrel. This is townhall.com. We remind all of our listeners that the views and opinions of the show hosts and guests appearing on Mojo Favo Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Cuddle Me Buff LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Thank you for listening to Mojo Favo Radio. Thinking of like the new Ralph Lauren loin girder. Did you? Did you? Did? Can you imagine the uh, the commercial for it though? Moses is wearing it. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> Defenders live weekdays, nine p.m. Eastern. Mojo Five O. The Old Testament prophets predicted and longed for the coming of Messiah, the one who would enter history to bring redemption and deliverance to God's chosen people. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, through a carefully selected series of Old Testament quotations, the New Testament book of Matthew documents and verifies Jesus Christ's claim to be King of the Jews. In Matthew's Gospel, Jesus' genealogy, baptism, messages, and miracles all clearly point to the same inescapable conclusion. Jesus is King, the long-awaited Messiah. President Thomas Jefferson believed that the teachings of Jesus embody the most sublime system of morals in the world. He stated, quote, We all agree in the obligation of the moral precepts of Jesus, and nowhere will they be found delivered in greater purity than in his discourses. Early in Jesus' public life, the Apostle Peter recognized who the carpenter was. In his Gospel, Matthew configured and confirmed that Jesus is the Messiah. And in his politics, Thomas Jefferson embraced Christ's teachings. Was Thomas Jefferson a flawed individual? Oh, yeah. And the last time I checked, none of us are perfect. That is why we need Jesus, which Thomas Jefferson recognized. How about you? God bless you, God bless America, and may America bless God. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the theronedwards.com. Sponsored by the Tri-County. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is Defenders Live. Face the fire. So as I was saying in Maryland, an unnamed hero saved the life of an infant who was ejected. Hold on, wait, no, hold on. What? Now you can't just jump into that. Well, you were you stopped no, me from I know talking that, about it and read a bunch of Twitter posts. I know, I did, I did, I did. And now you're stopping me again. I am. Why? I am because I'm stalling. For what? Because I have something set up just for this. Well, why didn't you set it up when because you were stalling you just, me the last time? But you jumped into it. Yeah, of course I jumped into it. I want to get to the story. We're doing a good story. It's a good story. It is a very good story. I, so I, why are you stalling me on the good story? Because I'm not ready yet. 
Well, you should have been ready prior to the show. Well, one would think I would be, but I'm not. Or one would one would think that you would at least prep it on the break. I well, but I, after you prepped me, I figured there was I had a tad more time. That's all well, I'm what, saying. No, you did. This is the whole last minute thing, you know. No, it's you. Can I now? You can continue. Okay, thank you. A numb-named hero saved the life of an infant who was ejected during a crash and into a bay in Maryland. After the Good Samaritan dove off a bridge and into the water to rescue the baby. The incident happened around 2.47 p.m. This Sunday, on a bridge over Asawaman Bay. I'm sorry, over where? Asawaman. Okay. You read it. Hashtag nailed it. Hashtag like a native. Thank you. (laughs) When a collision caused one vehicle to teeter over the guardrail with the water 25 feet below. Facebook folks. The Washington Post reported that one-and-a-half-year-old baby girl was thrown into the bay from that vehicle. But a quick-thinking bystander from a few vehicles behind the crash immediately jumped in after her, saving the life of the little one. That's it? Well, basically, yes. I just... I, I can't talk over the music very much, and I know it, so... No, you know, you can't. Actually, you're coming through fine. Am I really? Yeah, I have it low enough that it's working. Oh, good, because I heard it really loud in my ear. Good. No, this is a four-minute song, and we're only two minutes into this. Keep going. Oh, fine. <laughs> Ryan Whittington, public, public information officer of the Ocean City Fire Department, told WTTG-TV, the Good Samaritan's actions, without a doubt, we can say, save the child. The Sacramento Bee reported that eight people were sent to the hospital from the crash scene. According to fire officials, the infant was flown to Johns Hopkins Children's Hospital in Baltimore, and the rest were transported to local hospitals via ambulance. The identity of the person who rescued the baby was not immediately known, but whoever it was, Ocean City Fire Department Assistant Chief James Jester told the Post, Obviously, he's a hero. He ha- he's got hero's blood in him. <laughs> now we really are talking. So. It sucks because it's like really. a whole minute left and like it's just getting to the crescendo part of it. It's like, I know, ah! but I know. And there's no more to the story, but there's it, no more to the story, but it's a good story. It was good. It was good. And I, I, I think I stalled pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost sounded natural. huh? Almost like we meant to do it. It's like it's staged or something. It's weird. I know. The only thing I have a question about that. 
yeah. uh, uh, story. Is this that? How does you- nobody know? No, 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 no. That happens all the time. People just show up, they do their thing, and they get the hell out. You know, there's there's a lot more people. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. If if for me personally, I've had. Oh to, yeah, that's how I would how I'm I would say it. It's that it's literally no I I joke with the theme song, but that's that is part of the Superman complex. You you go in, you do the job, you save somebody, you help out, you you change lives, and you get the hell out. Like you don't. There's no. It's not about the recognition. It's just that that need to. You see something wrong, you want to change it and fix it. Um, Go and make it right. Exactly. But my question is that I'm stuck on is that the, the article said the guy was a couple cars behind the accident. Yeah. So what happened to all the other people that were just watching the baby fly into the water? No, I thought about that too. Um, but how did he know that it was a baby? If imagine this, because how many, what, and I'd, I'd close it out. Like I, 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 what is it? Like eight cars? I think you said something like that. They, they didn't say how many cars. They just oh, said, it was eight people. Uh, uh, it was eight people. Anyway, I'm assuming like, at least, obviously it was at least two. Okay. And if they collide, then the car behind them is not exactly going to collide with them either. So they're going to stop short, which means that car behind him is going to stop short. There's still a good distance. There's at least three or four cars behind that car links uh-huh. behind. And to see something fly out the window and go into the water. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. And how is it that he sees that and goes, that's a baby. Yeah, a baby. From, I'm, we're talking instantly. Because it's not like they wrecked. It sat there for a minute and like the airbag then deployed. Then the baby ejected out. Yeah. It was, it was all one motion. Accident happened. Baby flies. He's several car links back, three or four, whatever it was. Trying to stop. Yeah, trying to stop and sees this object fly. How does he know it's a baby? How did he see it in the first daggone place? Like, there's small little things, I'm sure, but it just makes me wonder. I just, I, I, Apparently I they have like 2010 vision or something. I guess. I guess. I used to. I used yeah, to. I've never had that. Never. I did. Oh, uh, dude, that I don't now. Like it used to be a point. Like I, I, I mean, I can still see far away, but uh, like up here, getting up close, I can't see anymore. I am nearsighted to beyond belief. Yeah, bless your heart. Not me. I'm farsighted. I can see all kinds of stuff. Just not Richard. <laughs> yeah, actually, and what's bad is that that distance is closing up. I'm I'm tromboning when I read, especially without glasses oh, on. No. Yeah, I'm doing. I am. Hardcore, I don't like it, but you don't yeah, I had back and forth to try to find that that spot, find the focal point. Mm-hmm. If yeah, yeah, just get the glasses, buddy. Well, I got readers. I don't need. I don't need actual get glasses. Actual other than glasses. Screw that shit. I don't need them. I don't need them. I only need them to read. How often do I read? Don't look at me like that because I can, as we do here, you know, we can blow the article up to however big we need it to be. Why the hell am I going to get glasses if I can make it as big as I want it to be? Now, when I read a book or whatever, yes, I get my glasses. I already have my glasses set. I already got, you know, I've got my readers. I I use them. I'm just saying, you asked a guy on a radio show with you where our entire thing is reading articles. How often do you read? I realized after I said that that it sounded stupid. (laughs) 
I'm just saying it just, it wasn't meant to. I, I just, I realized that. Uh, and how often do we fumble words? I'm just saying. Right. Right. James over on Twitter is 2100 nearsighted with astigmatism in both eyes. Holy God, son. I'm also, I also have astigmatism, so I got you, bud. Because the, the 20 hundred would actually be great if you didn't have the astigmatism because then it's like a microscope. Yeah, you can see right here. <laughs> you can see everything. I can't see anything right here. I can't see anything out there. But once it gets this close to my face, I can see molecules. <laughs> I can see them atoms. Son. The atoms at their level. I can see how your skin divides. <laughs> Southern Ohio Jackal over Twitter. Maybe he's a time traveler and knew it was a baby. It's kind of a reach, I think. But actually, you know what? It's better than any other answer I have. It's the best one we got. It's the best one I got. Uh, That's a baby. Kamikaze Dodo over on Twitter. I think I uh, slug over there. I I think the AI just found my theme music. (laughs) I don't don't care what anybody said. And, And for me, for me personally, every time I hear that theme song, I get goosebumps. Like I, I am way too fat. I don't run, but that theme song for me. Yeah. I suddenly could be, make you. Oh, dear God. I'm 10 feet tall and bulletproof at that point. Like I, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. It's something, I got this. something about it is like, I wish somebody would start something right now. <laughs> I got this right now for the next four minutes, four, four minutes and 12 seconds or four minutes and a half. If I get the extended, Right. For the next four and a half minutes, I'm this. <laughs> oh, anyway, let's see here. Who else have we got on the, the uh, I was looking at stuff and uh, Big Pharma Steve also on Twitter. Yep, still true. John Williams can even make at DOA show better. I also think wherever Izzo is, he just got wood. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> He also grows two feet taller, and it still doesn't help. Uh, B from the SAV, great production, even with the side discussion on the quality of the production. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we do it here. It wouldn't be us if we didn't, though. Right. We have to make those things. Yep. Chai Boy and IA at Dylan Lyles doesn't, uh, doesn't, doesn't, will not wear glasses. Or does, I, I don't know, I think it's. Supposed to be mm-hmm. does not and will not as a separate. Wear, does uh, not, will not. Yeah. Wear glasses, but will wear yoga pants. No, I don't. I no. will not. I do not. Mm-mm. No, no, no. That was, once again, that was for punishment only. Yeah, that that was, I, I had committed to the bit and I'm like, all right, we're all in. Let's do it. Right. He you was know. all in until he got in the pants. I got it in and then I, I didn't. And then he took him off. Kathy and Burr over the Facebook blind as bats or something else. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. But then if you're going like that, then you're crossing into the sonar bit. Now we've gone from DC into Marvel. Now you're daredevil territory. That's right. And that's a problem. It is because the only good one was the one they did on Netflix ever, which was awesome by the way. It was until it became the whole defender series. And then that was terrible. I never got to see that. It was trash, straight trash. I never got to see it. I figured it wasn't going to be that great. Uh, yes, Southern Ohio Jackhole on Twitter at Dylan Lyles. When the music starts playing, it shows Superman in the regular. He's he's in the the the, the button up shirt and 
something like that. It's yeah, uh-huh. that's yeah. yeah, it is actually. I'm like, please, I wish. It's I wish. You just want it. <sighs> so I want the after, abilities. Uh, I don't. You know, I don't want anything. Huh? Else. I said I want what? the abilities. I don't. I don't want anything. Oh else. yeah, no, no. So no. there you go. Mm-hmm. After it was revealed in March that the federal prosecutors had thrown out a third of the cases against the Portland rioters, 31 of 90 cases stemming from last year's lawlessness. What lawlessness? The case- what lawlessness? Oh, they were they nothing. were they were no. they were uh, uh, assembling. They were peaceful protesters. They were uh, well, they just wanted their voices heard. Stephen, I don't understand. I don't understand what you're talking about. Well, so it was 31 cases out of 90 have been dismissed. It's now gotten worse. Uh huh. It's gotten worse. Yeah, according to Fox News, over half of the cases have now been federally uh, uh, against the federally charged uh, Portland riders are being dismissed. Hmm. That's a lot. Yeah, 58 of 97 cases so far. The cable network said 32 of the cases are still pending, and sources indicate that many of the many of them are likely to be uh, to be ended in dismissals as well. Fox News added that uh, only seven people have entered plea, uh, guilty pleas, and only one is heading to prison. Just one. One. Wow. Out of how many again? 97 cases. Quote, it's offensive to all men and women who risk their lives in Portland for 90 to 120 days or even longer in some cases being attacked night, uh, being attacked night after night after night after night. After night after night. Right. That's from Chad Wolf, Secretary of Homeland Security under the former President Trump, according to Fox News. Uh, James over on Twitter, were those the cases Kamala's fund uh, where she had advertised for bailouts? No. Yeah. And that would have only bailed them out of jail like for pre-trial. If they were... Yeah, uh, that's bail. This is, yeah, this is talking about actually being in jail, you know, being sentenced for, you know, future... Right, and now they're being just straight dismissed. Punishment, yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're basically, yeah... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Billy Williams, the uh, U.S. attorney for Oregon under Trump, who stepped down February 28th at a request of the President Joe Biden administration, told uh, KGW TV that the case dismissal was initially reported were uh, due to the prosecutor not believing that they could prove guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Quote, each case was analyzed for the evidence that we had at the time. Careful dis- uh, decisions were made on whether or not someone should be charged based on the evidence. Oh, Billy. Then why did you, why did they get arrested in the first place? Yeah, I, I, I don't quite get, well, it's very simple. It's because they're racist. The cops are, they're, they're racist. Right, they, the cops are racists, racist, so they had to, they had to arrest them because mm-hmm. that's the only thing they could do. I mean, do. they're out there, you know, arresting Politely, black people nicely protesting yeah they're out these 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 fine people are out there peacefully protesting minding their own business just trying to get their voices heard not uh, burning down anything not doing anything wrong whatsoever not sacking banks and, 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 and right stores right and, and these racist bastard cops show up and you know they're all they they put they make sure that their white hoods are inside the car 
So they right, can go to their meetings after. Yeah, because you never know. And then you they go, they start going and they they just mercilessly start hunting down these black people. Yes, that's what happens. That's that's what happens. That's the the head hunting, as it were. Yeah. Let's see. James over also on the YouTube's. How many Portland officers who suffered blindness from laser pointers won't quote see their attackers face justice? It's a good point. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa Hay, federal public defender in Oregon, told Fox News this. She said, I think the federal government went overboard in some ways uh, uh, and some of the ways they addressed these protesters. And uh, what we're seeing now is many of the cases that were brought because of the federal government overreach are now being dismissed. Yeah, Kamikaze Dota Slug on Twitter, uh, you do know that they threatened Wheeler, so he won't stop them from getting dismissed. Well, duh. Yeah. Well, it's Oregon. It's Portland. It's Oregon. I, I don't expect them to. I expect every one of them to be dismissed, and I'm actually surprised that even one person went to jail. Well, you know, somebody has to go down at some point. They have to show something, because if one doesn't, that way they can at least point and go, no, no, see, we convicted one. one. We got one. Yeah, that's all they could. That's all they need. They did make a conviction. It went to trial. It was due justice. Justice was served for that one person. That one person, and that's all that matters. That's it. It's a, if we could just save one life. <laughs> Southern Ohio jackal. So uh, there's no law in Portland. Was yeah. uh, they all drinking White Claws? Because you know there ain't no law when you drink White Claw. My wife bought a white claw the other week. Oh, no. And I asked her what the hell she had that in my house for. (laughs) How dare you? How dare you? Exactly. It's like, babe, with everything else in the house, why the hell did you bring that in there? Well, it does kind of round out the the paces, don't it? Rounds out the inning. Yeah, and then then she bought a, a Seagram's Blue Wildberry. Which tasted exactly like NyQuil. Let's just say, what are we back in high school again? Let's get the wine colors. That's exactly what she did. And I'm she like, might oh as well, God, you might as well Ew. have gone and bought a bottle of Hypnotic. You remember that oh, one? Yeah, that was yeah, some no, nasty tasting. No, no, this tasted exactly like NyQuil. Like I, I, I don't. I can tell. I mean, I'm just gonna say I like Nyquil, as in I. No, no, it, it, I can tolerate it because I know what it's doing. That's for me. what I was getting ready to say. Like, as far as medicines go, I I can tolerate it. I'm not right. going to the bar going. You know what I really want to drink right now? The fuck Nyquil. Give me that thing that tastes like Nyquil. Yeah, there's that one. Will. There, I've had a drink that did that though. I don't. It wasn't Nyquil. It tasted like Robitussin. Oh, like yeah. the deep cherry one. Uh huh. Oh. And you're like, no, this is so good. And I'm like, no, it's not. I feel like if I drink too many more of these, I'm going to be robo-rolling, and that's a bad day for everyone. Um, <laughs> Kamikaze Toto Slug on Twitter. I call shenanigans. There's tons of evidence. You saw how fast they arrested the dude who drew his firearm to protect his vehicle. Yeah, but that's that's different. That's he different. Was, he and, was and interrupting. He is being prosecuted. Oh, yeah, he's done. That might be the one guy. <laughs> There, no, but it's, 
<laughs> that, that's that, that's the one they're prosecuting that one of everybody else is no nah, they're not doing anything wrong they're not doing anything wrong oblivion for oblivion why do i always stumble on that one i don't know i don't know oblivion over on twitter uh quote in the future we must insist that art and entertainment be socially sound not only in the present but retroactively compliant in the past as well as in the future that has already passed. Quote was from Alexandria Omnipotent Concusis. Or concussion. Concussion. That's what it's concussions. It's it's from the AOCs, but she's confused. she's confused. She's she's uh, she's crossed to the level of like she's the face of Bo. She's she's reached that level of face of Bo. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, just just straight face about. Don't even don't even pay attention to her. Just she's just a giant head floating in a jar right now. Yep, it's moved on. It's no longer Captain Jack. It's the face about. Yeah, which means allegedly, allegedly, mm-hmm. which makes everybody sad. It does. And watch out because he dies. But is it really Captain Jack? That's the that's the question because it might not be. It is. Well, I think it is too, but. Canonically, giant head in a jar. Yeah, canonically though, they've never. Yeah, they did. Did they? Yeah. When? Oh yeah, like he he gives his nickname, and his nickname. Oh, was that's the face right. Of because he was a model. That's right. Yeah. But see, but even but that doesn't mean anything. Ah, uh, yeah, it does. Not necessarily. Yeah, it does. Because they both look at each other after that, and they're like, it, wait, "What?" No, yeah. I remember that part. But that could just be an, 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 an oh no, an that, was, that was canon. To, no, it's canon. I don't. It know. was straight canon. <laughs> Adam W. Johnson's like, well, if it tasted like Robitussin, it must be Jägermeister. No, because I know what Jäger tastes like. I like Jäger. See, I can handle Jäger. Jäger tastes like uh, anise. I don't drink. I don't. I don't drink it to taste it. Let's put it that way. Yeah, Jaeger tastes like anise. Chai Boy, Chai Boy I ate. Did the store run out of Zima? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Smearing off ice. Remember? She likes those still. Four Locos. Oh, my God. Want some Four Loco? I haven't had that in forever. <laughs> it's because they don't sell it anymore. <laughs> Oh, the days of being young and dumb. I don't miss them at all. See, my young and uh, my young and dumb days were all all taken up with Everclear. So, no. Mine was dumb, but I have lots of dumb stuff. Like I forget a lot of it. It's the the old ages set in and all that jazz. But now you don't want that. No, but it's fine. I. It's bound to happen one day. It's, one fine day. You're going to want me for your girl. Just saying.
This is Matthew Holloway of the Hollownet. You know, if I'd have thought about this before I actually hit the button to go on the show. He's one of Mojo 50s top hosts. I don't have a producer, and I suck at my job, so hang on. I'm gonna he see keeps up with everything that's news and mojo. <sighs> okay, see if I can find these damn emails from El, El Rondo. He's here. a team player that plays by the rules. Get my get my sensor button going so I don't make the boss man. We don't whine him. It takes plenty of time and effort to get as good at this job as he is. That didn't work. That's weird. Huh. He uses the best technology he has to offer. Oh, well, good thing we're getting to the end of the show because my tablet just bricked. And he brings every bit of enthusiasm to his show that he can muster. A couple of other stories to get to. I've got five minutes left. I don't want. I have to. Tune in to Mojo each Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern and listen to Matthew put his talent to work. If you're trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. You're you're muted. Sorry, I don't know why I hit mute. I it, it, I don't know why either. There's no reason for it. I don't know. Me, um, mm-hmm. oh, Paige Carey was yesterday. I, I forgot to change tag the the title. That was my fault. I apologize. I apologize. Really, really, we're back <clears> on that <throat> now again. I guess it was my bad. I'm sorry. Bad, bad Dylan. I dropped the ball. Bad, bad Dylan. I know. <sighs> so, uh, Washington D.C.'s mayor Muriel Bowser, which makes me giggle because it's Bowser. Mayor Bowser. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should be playing the the the, the sing. Din, the, din, 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 din. Yeah. Uh huh. Just because din, 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 din. it's Bowser. Din, din, din. Um. Anyway, has declared that no people will be permitted din, 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 to dance din, 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 at city weddings due to COVID nineteen restrictions. Sir, what? According to the New York Post, D.C.'s latest social distancing regulations, quote, ban standing and dancing at weddings, unquote. Guests must remain seated and socially distanced the entire time. 
Both, then how do you get there? Both during the wedding ceremony and the reception festivities afterwards. But how do you get into the building if you can't stand? You get wielded in on a wheelchair? I don't know. You got to stand up somehow to get into your chair. Like what? You got you got 700 wheelchairs? I don't know what standing has to do with anything. Nothing. I, I, oh, it's the same idea where like if you're at a table, you can sit at the table and the COVID can't get you. But if you stand up, the COVID will attack. It doesn't make sense. I didn't realize there was a height restriction. It's not just a height restriction because it happens to anybody, no matter how tall or short they are. It's your proximity to the table. So what you're saying is it's the table that defends. Uh, de- yes, the table stops all the COVID. Off the yes. Co- okay. Yeah. No matter what table you're at, it, it doesn't even have to be blessed. And it doesn't have to be clean either. You just sit at a table. So ba- and you are protected 100% from the COVIDs. So tables have become healing talismans. Yes. Okay. And same thing here. You've got to sit to make sure it's it's just the sit in. It's also the sitting position. So you could be sitting. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I understand, you know, being seated and socially distanced through the whole wedding ceremony part. Okay. If you're, I mean, okay. But the reception festivities, can you really call it reception festivities if you have to stay seated the entire time? Well, you're receiving something. Oh, well, I yes, you are in DC. At that, you are definitely every minute of every day you're receiving something. Something. Uh, the latest order caps both indoor and outdoor weddings at just twenty five percent capacity, and any celebrations involving more than two hundred two hundred fifty people require waivers. And this place wants to become a state. They've been, nah, I don't know why everybody's talking about it. DC has been talking about being a state forever. Just because like. Because they've actually passed a bill now? Yeah, that's not going to go anywhere. They've done it before. Yeah, I know. You know, it's the same thing with Puerto Rico. They're never going to because no territory. At this point, nobody wants to. None of the territories, none of these places truly want to be a state. None of them do. Because they have way too much benefit just being a territory. Right. And the D.C. area uh, was borrowed from other states anyway. Yeah. Um, Here's my question, though. I had thought about this. And and technically, D.C. isn't America because it's the part of the it's the District of Columbia. Right. It is not American soil, technically, even though it is the federal government soil. Yeah. So my question would be is if. Allegedly. Allegedly. D.C. was to become the 51st, or any state, 51st, 52nd, 88th, who the hell knows. It becomes a state. Does it have to change its name now? No, why? Well, because it can't be called the District of Columbia, because it's no longer the District of Columbia. is officially a state of the United States. So it is not District of Columbia territory or property anymore. It's America's... Except for District of Columbia really isn't. But it is. It isn't actually that. It's. it's I know. Just a name. I. I know that. But that's what I'm saying. But you can't. It still technically is, though. Even though it's just a name, it, it's. There's still like you could argue and fight long enough and pull up stuff that technically that section isn't American soil, 
even though it is. It's it's yeah. Remember the timey wimey wobbly wobbly stuff. It's this is the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's that same kind thing. of yeah. It's it is America, but it's not America. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. So, but then I'm, I'm saying at that point you would have to change its name because you can't have two Washington states. No. Okay. And again, I, I would argue that it was no. It'll no longer be part of. It won't no longer be the District of Columbia. Right. So it would have to change. They would have to get a whole new name. Mm-hmm. Washington could no longer be Washington. Exactly. Which would be nice because then when we actually say Washington, we don't have to specify D.C. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's true. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. The, the, uh, the outlet noted that announcements or the announcement was made just as wedding season kicked off. Stephanie Sadowski, a D.C. area wedding planner, told the outlet that the move is, quote, insane, end quote. In the membrane. Yeah. Quote, it's been an absolute roller coaster, she said, and noted that couples are quickly opting to move their weddings outside of the city. Duh. Quote, they want to have a party. Planning their wedding, they've made concessions along the way, and they've reduced, 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 and reduced their guest count in Washington, D.C. I hope the mayor will start looking at the science (laughs) and looking at the facts and looking at what the CDC is recommending and allowing. So added. I've got this thing. uh, uh, Okay. So I was talking to Riaz, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Keep rubbing it in. No, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. We were talking, uh, we were uh, funny enough. We were talking about Washington, D.C. a little bit and, um, the one thing that he said, which is really funny, uh, funny to me about it, was that between California and Washington D.C., they're both fake, and nobody wants to live in either. Okay. And the difference between them is that in D.C. they're fake but mean, and in California they're fake but nice, because they try to be nice to you even though it's fake. the The point of this is. Nobody wants to live in D.C. anyway. No, the only thing. So why are they getting married in D.C.? It's the worst. You're literally getting married in a swamp. It's like going to a bog and saying, you know what? I'm going to stand on this lump and get married. Well, and and, and they're saying that that uh, wedding season is kicking off right now. It's May. It should have kicked off three months ago. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're talking about uh, uh, a a swamp wedding in the summer. No, it's going to be hot and sticky and nasty. And it's not like, uh, let's be fair, it's not like D.C. is an attractive looking place. And it's not like you can go to, like, the Washington Monument and hold a wedding there. Yeah, I mean, you well, you could. No, unless you have a lot of money. No, you could. You just find somebody, you know, some jack wagon who signed up online to be, you know, pasteurized or whatever you want to call it, and they get the right, little certificate, what, you, you and then you hold go to like a huge event. Oh no, 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 no. That's no, what I'm saying. You can't hold like a wedding, wedding, and a reception at the Washington Memorial, which would only that that's the only or, or like the 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 reflection pool or whatever. Oh yeah. No, I mean, you like, can't. Those would be nice places for wedding settings, but they don't none do. of those places are available for that. So what are you doing? You're going to a park at a, you're going to a park that's been manufactured 
Yeah, and it's not even a good a park. It's not even a good park. Like that, that again, good, is there is there interesting things to look at in D.C.? Absolutely. It really right. is. There's there's a lot of history. There's a lot of cool things to go look at. But it is not exactly the first thing I think of when I think of wedding. It's not a wedding destination place. No, no, it's not. So, so why yeah. <laughs> is anybody doing anything? Like, you could go 30 minutes outside of D.C. and you'll be fine. I was to say, it's funny you mentioned it. Sadusky uh, told WTTG-TV that her clients are considering moving their weddings to venues in neighboring Maryland and Virginia. Again, 30-minute drive. And at least in both of those cases, I could argue, like, Maryland's got some very pretty country out there. They do. They Virginia really do. does too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, Maryland is a small place, but yeah. some of those areas outside of that, yeah, really yeah. nice. Oh, yeah. Quote, it's been a complete curveball. This goes beyond just May weddings that are initially affected, she said. All our summer weddings, all our fall weddings are also very concerned and asking what we should do. Do we keep moving forward with these or look to move to Virginia or Maryland where it's very safe bet that they can have their ideal wedding there? Again, you might as well just go take the safe bet. Well, and I was going to say, like you mentioned before, but kind of beating a dead horse at this point, but it, forget the whole restrictions and what the mayor wants to be stupid. Go do it anyway. There's nothing attractive about D.C. What are you going to go stand in front of the IRS building? Ew. On these hallowed grounds and be heard in front of God and everyone, we join these two people <laughs> in matrimony. In front of the IRS building. So that way y'all can just change all your paperwork while you're here. <laughs> and also don't forget to file your taxes. It's a one-stop shop. Uh, yeah, the, no, no, don't do it. It's no, a bad idea. It's dumb. It's dumb. Uh, in a statement to WTTG, Bowser's office said that the ban has been put in place to reduce COVID-19 transmissions. <laughs> The outlet reported, quote, a spokeswoman said that they have it in place as an extra layer of safety to reduce the spread of COVID-19 because when people stand and dance, their behavior changes. For example, people are more likely to get close and touch each other. Ew. They didn't respond to our request to an interview or further information about why the district feels the need to have that in place when neighboring states do not. Because it's D.C. Yeah, and they want to rule the world. Period. Everybody wants to rule the world. Uh-huh. James, on Twitter, on the YouTubes, are, are, are we being racist in this thinking? Black people may like to get married at the Lincoln Memorial. You <laughs> 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 got a point. Not, no, not in woke culture. Nope. No, it would be no. The 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 woke culture will only kick in when it comes to like going and doing it at like uh, not Mar-a-Lago. What was Tom no, no 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 they, they Monticello are against Lincoln. No, I was saying, but yeah, but you, you want to the irony would be to go to like Monticello or something like that because that's funny. Yeah, that's awesome. I, <laughs> what are you doing, Thomas Jefferson? Hi, we're getting married. We find this ironic and silly. The station reported mm-hmm. that one DC bride who was due to marry in June has said 
there has to be a better solution. There is. It's called get the hell out of D.C. Yeah, you shouldn't be in D.C. anyway. Nobody needs to live there. Uh-huh. The bride, Jillian Herrig, said, quote, we're used to wearing masks at this point. We've been doing this since March. We may not allow dancing, but make masks a requirement or even requiring a negative COVID test for wedding guests or provide your vaccination card. You shouldn't have a vaccine card. No, did you catch it? Why not allow dancing, but make the masks a requirement or even require? How about this? It doesn't matter. Jillian. Oh, Jillian. Oh, Jillian. Because you sound like a delightfully bright human being. So delighted. You realize this is your wedding. Yeah. If you don't feel comfortable, you, you can, can you can require people to wear a mask of your own volition. Yeah, you could. You could tell people, hey, look, 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 I know that it's been a rough year, but I need to verify and make sure. I need all of you to go ahead and just get your COVID test. Mm-hmm. And make sure that it's negative or make sure that you can show me that you have a, your, your COVID vaccine or, and we'll be fine. You know, and I mean, and that's fine. You can do that of your own volition. The fact of the matter is that, that that's the problem with this is the mayor has no right. I mean, I'm, I'm going to get corrected. I know he does have the rank. He's not. He's acting as a king. Yeah. That's that's stupid. You, Jillian, pumpkin, sweetheart, darling, can make your own decision. If you want people to come in to your wedding in biohazmat suits. That's and, you. And that that's you, boo. Like here's the deal. Like it's it's people like her that are looking to like still move anyway. She's like, "Well, why can't you allow dancing?" How about this? I'm going to go on a limb. How about to hell with what he says and you get people to dance anyway? How about you just ignore it because it's not a mandate? Yeah. It's not a law. I mean, it's not a law. How about you just ignore it and dance? Yeah. <sighs> Quote, if you get arrested for that, but people can get uh, get their charges erased for violently destroying things in Portland, you're fine. Yeah, but you're comparing apples to apples. Oh, sorry. I, I forgot. You're comparing peaceful protesters to uh, 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 dancers. Well, dissidents. Fiendish and, people and trying fiendish, to create yes. biohazard issues. Exactly. Trying to further spread a pandemic because they don't care about their neighbors. Biochemical warfare. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Again, day and night. Quote, yeah. a lot of the country is reopening at this point. So to me, no dancing or standing at a reception seems uh, like it's a little bit more of stepping backwards instead of moving forward to more of that normalcy that we're all looking forward to. I think the light is at the end of the tunnel and I'm disappointed and shocked about this. End quote. Jillian, you should not be shocked by this. <laughs> Because this, nope. this is the place that, you know, is also trying to tell everyone that they should double mask. Correct. Correct. Get vaccinated and, you, and still wear masks. Right. And, uh, you know, never see anybody or the light of day for the next like 24 uh, for the next 24 years. Because that's also good for immune system. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so, by the way, the, uh, the CIA is uh, getting mocked 
for a, for a new recruitment video that they've posted that has somehow found its way to the internet. Oh no. Oh yeah. Is it, <laughs> I feel like I should try finding this video. Uh, it's, it's a very woke recruitment video posted online uh, by the CIA last week. Uh, it, it sparked immediate backlash from critics online who argued uh, the prestigious intelligence service risks becoming a national embarrassment. Quote, uh, the video features a 36-year-old Latina agent who describes herself as a cisgendered millennial who has been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. She goes, quote, I am intersectional, but my existence is not a box checking exercise. I'm a walking declaration, a woman who whose inflection does not rise at the end of her sentences, suggesting that a question has been asked. I used to struggle with imposter syndrome. What? Hold on. Imposter syndrome? Yeah. What's that? And refuses, uh, and, and she now refuses to internalize the misguided patriarchal ideas of what women can or should be. She says, I'm tired of feeling like I'm supposed to apologize for space, for the space I occupy. I am unapologetically me. I want you to be unapologetically you, whoever you are. Whether you work at the CIA or anywhere else in the world, command your space. You are worth it. I, hmm. Okay. Imposs- Actually, she doesn't just say you are worth it. She says, Miha, you are worth it. <sighs> Okay. Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Where does imposter syndrome come from? A real term for when people feel like they're faking it, but aren't. That's, this is from Miriam's Webster, just so we're clear. Okay. So this is, this is, yeah. It's sometimes, it's something that plagues even those whose brilliance and achievements are most obvious to the rest of us. Originally called imposter's phenomenon, imposter syndrome is, as it is now usually called, is commonly understood as a false and sometimes crippling belief that one's success or successes are the product of luck or fraud rather than skill. Okay. The term was coined by American psychologist Pauline Clance and Suzanne Imes who published an article called The Imposter Phenomenon in High Achieving Women and Dynamics, blah, blah, blah. The term uh, imposter phenomenon is used to designate an internal experience of intellectual phoniness that appears to be particularly prevalent and intense among a select sample of high-achieving women. Despite outstanding academic and professional accomplishments, women who experience the imposter phenomenon persist in believing that they are really not bright, and have fooled anyone who thinks otherwise. Okay, so they they they, they undervalue themselves. Uh huh. That's, that's low self esteem. She has low self esteem mm-hmm. and she has high anxiety. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Literally, that she she even said that, saying that you know 
she she was diagnosed with general anxiety disorder. Yeah, just just anxiety. She just has anxiety at all times. And the worst part about that is, so okay, so you you're trying to say that the only reason why you got where you got there was by blind luck, and not by your actual skill. Well, how about or you, actions or attitudes? Yeah, yeah. Or how about you just be thankful you got there in the first place? Because not a lot of other people apparently can get there. Apparently not, and that's that's kind of where you should. You just thank your lucky stars if that's the case. Yeah, if that's if it really is down to luck, then thank God. Then what are you bitching for? What's the problem? If it's down to luck, then you should be. You know, you should just be thankful. I, like you should be one of the happiest people out there. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm this lucky. Well, and, it, and, it, it, and again, I go back to this whole thing now. I'm thinking about it because, like, they're trying to say it's, it's despite outstanding academic and professional accomplishments, women who experience the imposter phenomenon persist in believing that they are not really bright. That's a you problem at that point. Well, okay, no, it no, could no, be. It, no, no, it, it could be. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. It could have been a a a, a bred in problem, a problem from from their youth. Oh, no, no, I'm not saying that, but that's, but that's my point. It's, it's a bottom line, whether it was stemmed from something that, that a chemical imbalance or it, it, it was, like you said, it was a, a childhood issue, whatever, mm-hmm. that's still it's her problem. a psychological pro- problem yeah, that that's, you have to deal with personally. Exactly. Nobody can fix that. That's Except what I mean. You. Yeah, that's what I mean by a you problem. It's, it's yeah. not that it's, you know, it's solely on the print. Uh, what I mean by that is it, a you problem is you're the only one that can fix it. Not saying it's your fault. You're just the only one that can do anything about it. Sadly, and, and even after a while, like it blows my mind to say, "Well, you know, no matter I've I have all these achievements, but I'm really not that bright." Then you're choosing to not see the the successes that you've done, right? So you're then, what the hell are you doing? Your actual success. Yeah. So then, what the hell are you doing? Why are you there? Why are you even adding work? Why are that's you doing what I'm saying. Exactly. If you're at this place because you, you're, you've just slipped into it, I guess, because, again, from luck, and it has nothing to do with actual skill, if you're that guilty about it, get the hell out of the way and let somebody else do it then. Yeah. I, I don't understand. It, it drives me nuts. It really does. I just... I agree. <sighs> and again, I'm not saying that this stuff doesn't happen. It's not, you know bred into you or beaten into you or what or whatever yeah but the fact of the matter is that that you know i've gotten to you get to a point where you know i understand in the beginning you know fake it till you make it oh well if they knew the truth after a while just the experience of you being there and doing stuff counts you know, if you have zero experience, but you lie your ass off to get into a job and you do the job well, in five years, they find out that you have no experience. And when you got hired on, they're not going to let you go if you're good. Right. You know what I mean? It's not going to be because of that. I I don't know, man. I, I feel like people are just trying to find another excuse anywhere to try and, and, and either maintain a level of self-pity because then anybody who comes into that gravitational pull then therefore by default gives them pity right which is just manipulation if you really want to get technical that's very true i did uh, i don't know i 
Though, uh, though initially considered a bane of women, a note amended in this article says that though some men may experience a phenomenon, their numbers are far fewer and they experience it with less intensity. Imposter syndrome is now seen as an equal opportunity scourge affecting people of all genders and stripes. That doesn't... The only reason why it suddenly now is happening to men is because if you get technical about it, there are men who are wanting to be women. All the time. Yeah. I, I don't... I'm, try, I'm tired of, of people finding excuses. I really am. I'm tired. Everything has to have an excuse. I am an intersectional, but my existence is not box checking exercise. The fact that you are taking the time to announce that and to be that specific. Newsflash, every human being on this earth somewhere technically is intersectional. Technically. For something. For something. Somewhere. Some, some, some way. And the fact that you have to sit there now, but my existence is not a box checking exercise. Nobody's is. I was going to say that statement is correct. The fact that you have to announce it though is means you're trying to convince yourself. You're not convincing us. Nope. You're, you're, not, you're not convincing other people. You're yeah. just pushing it on yourself to make sure that you can believe what you say. Yeah. You're saying this for your benefit because yeah. deep down you don't believe it. Again, right, which goes to that it's a, imposter syndrome. It's a yeah. Again, it's a you problem. No, I don't. I, I don't think that. In, I know they say it's there and blah blah blah, but I'm not. I'm not going to go and say it's a syndrome. It's not a syndrome. All right, it's, Superman. It's shut up. I'm trying to save the world one human being at a time, one moron at an effing time. That's hard to do. Nay, impossible. But at least it's job security for the rest of my life. That's right. But you know what's not impossible? American Pride Roasters coffee. That's right. Yeah. Guaranteed to make you swallow every time you put it in your mouth. Go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Historically great coffee. They've got coffees and teas. They've got uh, coffee drops and chocolates. Mm-mm-mm. Something for everyone can be found at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. I forgot to do the, the announcement for the uh, Tar River Arms is having their thing on the 15th. 15th at, at Tar River Arms in Wake Forest, North Carolina. If you happen to be in the area, they're having a giant sale. There's sons and guns out. Uh, Steven and I will be there. The Marines will be there. It's going to be a great old time. Uh, yeah, 15th from 10 to 6. Come by and say, hey, we'll be there. Go to uh, mojo50.com. Check out those awesome hosts and shows. Follow us on all social medias at DOA Show. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye, y'all. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5. Enjoy basketball, soccer, and all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using bonus code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Plus, when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. Download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to 
$1,000. Now you're winning with the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.